Hello, Tulsa. Welcome to Tulsa Uncut, sponsored by Titan Title and Pollard Media Company. We got some friends here today, and I'll let Trent do some introductions. Yeah, we got Heather Job of IQ Organization, right? Is that yes. that's how you say it? Yes. Um, Going to talk to us about uh, basically reducing the chaos at home, right? <laughs> <laughs> Try to, yeah. yes. Yeah. So, so if you paid attention, our podcast last week was on mental health and mm -hmm. kind of gearing up for the holidays, getting your mind right. And so um, Heather and I were having a really great discussion about how oftentimes your home life and the disorganization and chaos is a kind of a representation of where you are in your own personal space. So Heather Job, let's do this. Okay. Well, first of all, I think organizing is a global pandemic right now oh, yeah. I like that okay. I like, I like that. tell us more <laughs> um, the organization industry is an eight billion dollar a year industry wow and that was back in 2000 and it keeps growing like 10 percent every year wow so there's a huge need for it so I wrote down some random statistics mm -hmm. um, that I was kind of shocked when I found them but I like stats yes um, there are 300,000 items in the average person's home. What? Holy Toledo. One, and on top of that, one out of 10 Americans has a storage unit on top of that. Just for personal belongings. Just on, yeah. Does a third car garage count as a storage this unit? This is on top of that. Holy so, smoke. you know, the storage unit is growing in the commercial sector like crazy. I have a third car garage. It's full of like randomness. Uh -huh. And I also have a storage unit. Uh -huh. You're part of that demographic, I am. my friend. Although my, it's just my boat in there, but still, I yeah, have that's to store a big it. item. Yeah. yeah, it's one. Yeah. Um, over the course of your lifetime, you will spend 3,600 hours or 153 days searching for misplaced items. Um, Americans spend <laughs> 1.2 trillion annually on non-essential goods. What does non-essential goods mean? Uh, in other words, it's things they don't need. Oh, okay. Okay. Like just knicky-knacks and things of that yeah. nature? Okay. Yeah. Wow. Things that are not essential to living. Okay. I you know, got it's it. kind of the minimalist, mm -hmm. above minimalist. Okay. Um, Americans spend more on shoes, jewelry, and watches than higher education. Okay. Okay. Well, guys... <laughs> Let's not be critical here because <laughs> no it's, judging. it's important to have a nice pair of shoes. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about the expensive jewelry necessarily, but shoes are very important. Exactly. Well, on the average American woman, it says owns 30 outfits. In 1930, they owned nine. So we wonder why the mental health is getting worse. Yeah. Um, we have too many options. Mm. You know, there's, there's too much. Or it's constant. Is this why Steve Jobs went with the old? It wasn't it him that does all the black, like the black T-shirts and the yes. the same outfit. Yeah, huh. I think so. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. Yeah. So pe so people are overwhelmed. Yeah. And they're overwhelmed in life because we have social media. We have you know our phones with us constantly. Your house should not be a place where you're overwhelmed, and it is. Okay. And that's why organization has become more popular because. People having, you know, there's now data out there. Um, people have more anxiety. Mm -hmm. They have mm -hmm. depression. It's been contributed to weight gain by having an unorganized home. Wow. It's, uh, the Mayo Clinic did a study where it actually raises women's cortisol levels by an unorganized home. So there's all these statistics um, about having an unorganized home. And I think People get it confused, organization and clean. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Those are two different things. A professional organizer is not a maid. Okay. They come in, they set up systems, they um, and teach you how to organize, how to go through all that because it's, it's overwhelming. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, nobody knows where to start. And I always thought... It came to me naturally, organizing did. It does not come to me naturally, which, I mean, I'm going to insert my personal story here, but I, I bought a new home. I moved in. Congratulations. Thank you, yes. sir. Um, I, I moved in. Thank you, thank you. 
and it has this amazing pantry like you can walk in and there's pantry on both sides like mm. i'm spoiled rotten like there's two sides of the party that is nice and a window so it's bright and it's beautiful and i moved in and just put everything there and i actually <laughs> called heather and i was like I need help. Like I don't because she she is like so natural. I didn't know yeah. she was doing organizing at that point, um, but I was just like she's like super organized, and I'm more not, not. gifted in that area <laughs> in some ways. And so anyway, she came over and she did. She put everything into systems to where we're what a year and a half later, a year later, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I still find myself going in there in spare time or like when I'm cleaning the house and I'm still putting things exactly the way she organized it to be really like everything since she came and did that, everything goes back to where she put it. It's the weird. And I can tell what I love is I can tell when someone's been in my pantry. That's not me. Like when my, my amazing mm. mama comes over to stay, uh -huh. um, she sometimes doesn't put things where they go. And it's so cool because the system that she set up is so easy that literally I can tell when something's out of place that quick. And I'm like, oh, that doesn't go there. It goes on this shelf. So, I mean, I will say my, my, my pantry well, is still it's, my favorite place. And it's place. personal too. Mm -hmm. You know, I can't go into someone's home and organize it the way I organize my home. Right. Um, because you have to know their flow, their, um, what works for them. So it's yeah. not going in and just setting up something because they'll never use it if, if it doesn't work for them. Right. Um, but I think people get, you know, now we have all these shows on Netflix about organization, Marie Khan, yeah. that brings me anxiety. spark for joy. Mm -hmm. Um, oh, and, man. The, you know, uh, if you're on social media, yes. uh, Kim Kardashian's pantry, this bitch, I mean, is it crazy? <laughs> I need to see. And everybody's that. like, oh, if I can't do that, you know, it's like, I, I can't do it. Yeah. And, and they're so overwhelmed that. They don't even know how to start yeah or what to do those TikToks of like people organizing like it'll they'll like order, organize a sh like a like they'll pull someone's junk drawer out everyone has a junk drawer <laughs> yeah, for two you, you still have to have one even when you're organized really oh yeah i have a junk drawer what is it what that means drawer, psychologically well you everything know? has yeah it, it's like a catch-all yeah you it's know interesting. the things you use the most right. i think is what I use it for. Yeah, that's what mine is. It's more like scissors, pens, notepads. Little hammer. Yeah, like I mean, um, it's like my quick. Yeah. Right. Little hammer. Uh, yeah. Lighters for the candles. I mean, it's yeah. like yeah. random things like that. Yeah. Picks. Yep. I, I, you'll find like business cards in mine. <laughs> just yeah. random stuff. Well, and I, you know, like I said, I started, you know, just, I just did it for myself. Mm -hmm. um, and then I started helping friends do it. And, um, it, what I realized is there was such a need for it because uh, I thought everybody could do it. Yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't know what's so hard about right. it. Um, yeah. you know, I've got a label maker and I'm not afraid to use it. You know, <laughs> she, does. she will label the heck out of some stuff. That's it's fine. great. And I've always done, you know, and then mm -hmm. my son, um, you know, he would live with me sometimes and then his dad sometimes, you know, after the divorce mm -hmm. and he would always say, you know, where, where is the, you know, toothpaste, you know, you need, and I'm like, it is in the container in the closet labeled toothpaste, <laughs> you know? So he got, he got used to that. Yeah. Um, and people are like, why are you labeling that stuff? You know, but as I get older, um, and you know, dementia is like probably right around the corner. I'm really happy now that, that things are labeled. Cause I'm like, Oh, I forgot where I put that. And that, I'm glad I've got a label yeah. on and it. And now, now you know, that's yeah. probably, a, so it's come full circle. Yeah. Yes. Well, it's probably a good like way to think about it is you should organize your house so that a random person could live there and, yes. and, and get around and not yeah. be like wondering where things are. Exactly. It's a good way of looking at it. And Pretend people, that you're going to get dementia it costs tomorrow. A lot, um, to buy, now, if you go to the container store, yes, it does cost a lot to get sure. all their bougie containers and stuff like that. Um, but what is it costing you to not be able to find your car keys when you're walking right. out the door? A lot of time um, and frustration. Or your briefcase or sure. something, you know, and it, it makes you lose time mm -hmm. and, be not, and not be on time. Right. You sure. know, people that are officing from home now... Um, you know, you've got papers everywhere. You're less productive when right. you do that. There's, you know, studies right. that show that. So how much is it worth your time, your mental health? Mm -hmm. um, because there's so much out there. And I think people realize this more so during COVID that you cannot control. When you're organized, it gives you some empowerment inside your home. Ooh, I like that. 
it's a refuge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Your refuge should not be unorganized. You know, it gives you peace and balance and you can control that environment. Yeah. And that's really what it's, it's all about. Well, it's hard to focus and be productive outside of the home when you know you have it like in the back of your mind, like my house is, People don't sleep well either mm-hmm. if they're homeless. Yeah. I bet disorganized. there's all kinds. Of, yeah, I bet there's all kinds of studies like that, and right. it, it makes sense. It really does. Although it, I will say, I did have a Heather Job moment. That's what that's what I call it. At is my that like an aha moment for? <laughs> yeah, it Heather is. Job. But it's it's all geared toward organizing and things that that kind of like what you're saying. Because when you did come over, you did some consulting and uh-huh. kind of taught me some simple things. And I will say, the other day, I was a little disheveled in my own space mm-hmm. and I spent the I'm not kidding like in half a Saturday in my closet and I put everything where it goes like did the whole color thing that I'm not I mean I'll just put things random but I did my color things mm-hmm. I cleaned back the top of the closet put all my things and you know what I walked in there the other day and I was like this yeah. is like heaven. It feels really it good. It feels better. Well, and and it. And now I want to get dressed. No. <laughs> <laughs> and when you know you're organizing, um, for me, it's um, it's always therapeutic for me to do it. Okay. It's therapeutic for me to clean too. You know, it's like everybody's like, God, you're weird. Um, yeah. But it makes you present. Mm-hmm. Because you're only thinking about that task at hand that you're doing. Yeah. So it is a total mindset then that you're present in the moment you're not thinking about everything else so that helps mental health wise yeah yeah. so how does one okay so let's just say we're in a we live in a house Mm -hmm. whomever um i know for me it's it's like where do i even start Mm -hmm. like what room do i start with where do i start how do i start that's the thing you you can't start i think people get overwhelmed because they're starting with a room or a whole garage start with a drawer Start with a drawer in your kitchen and, you know, weed out all, you know, you'll end up finding 20 spatulas mm-hmm. that you didn't know you had. Mm-hmm. And that's the other thing. It costs you money when you're not organized because you keep buying the same thing and yep. you realize then you end up with 10 of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, so start with just one drawer. Um, and my, you know, slogan, motto, whatever is organization is uh, it's a journey. It's not a destination. Mm. It is constant. Yeah. You don't just get organized once and that's it. I still have to constantly organize, reorganize, restructure my house. Yeah. Uh, depending where I am on, you know, okay. in life. Okay. Um, so, and then, you know, the other thing that people, um, and it's hard to go in as an organizer because I know from doing it with enough friends, everybody gets a little panic stricken when you're going through stuff and mm-hmm. you're, you have a donate pile and you have a, you know, keep pile and, you know, and you need to do that, go through everything. Um, and That's not funny, it, it is not, <laughs> if people literally almost hyperventilate uh-huh. when I'm going through it with them and um, personal mementos. I mean, things that you have that your parents gave you. Right. Um, those are hard things to go through and you should not go through them alone. Have a friend come yeah. over or a professional organizer because you're too attached to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, you can also take those things that you have from your grandmother and take them out of the box and incorporate them into organization. You did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I have a, a dish that was my grandmother's dish. Uh, it's just a little bowl thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was sitting in a box. And every time I'd move, you know, I have all these boxes that I'm moving from one house to another, putting in storage because I'm never going to take them out and use them for decor. Right. And it's like, why am I doing, why am I keeping this stuff? Because my son's not going to want it. Right. He's not going to care about it. I don't even want it. Right. You know, but it's like throwing away a Bible or something. You know, you just feel bad doing it. Um, it Grandma's. Right. (laughs) Right. And the memories are all in your head. They're not in that box. Right. You know, you, you don't think about your grandmother by seeing that box of stuff. So mm-hmm. I took this dish and it's a paperclip holder in my office now, you know, so I'm, huh. I'm incorporating the sentimental items with my normal yeah. items and organize It's a container. I like okay. that. I love that. Yeah. That's easy to do. Yeah. So just change the way you think about some stuff. Yeah. And like I said, you're not just organizing, you're creating systems because it's like you said, it's not 
it's like a journey. It is. Yeah. If there's and no once systems you're in organized, place. Um, just from the friends that I've helped, um, they have kept it that way. They didn't realize how organization changed their would change their life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. And then I mean, I'm thinking like if your home life gets organized, <clears throat> then your headspace becomes organized, and then that transitions into your professional life becoming organized. Exactly. And your, you know, Heather has some other tricks up her sleeve of, of her experience. So I'll let her um, introduce that. But I can say like she's very well organized professionally as well. Outside of just um, the, the organizing company, she's, we've, Heather has, I've known her for how long? Seven years now? Quite a while. And since I started in the real estate industry um, and she's legendary in my world. Like literally mm. the first time I saw her, I will never forget. She was wearing a whole white suit. And I was like, <laughs> so like I heard her name and heard her name and heard her name. And the first time I walked into a Keller Williams office, she was uh, at that time a, a mortgage loan officer and she was sitting there and I was like, I kind of like scurried past her. And um, the broker there was like, did you stop and say hi to Heather mm. Joe? I'm like, that's Heather Joe. I know. I'm freaking out right now because she's like legendary. <laughs> and she's like, oh my gosh, let me introduce you to her. And I'm not kidding. I was freaking out. I was like, oh, it's Heather Joe. Um, but it's because she was super organized yeah. there. And so as I got to know her and see like, this isn't just something she does, you know, with work like her she really is that organized it's in her dna it really is in her my dad was an engineer so i there is some of it that comes naturally Mm -hmm. um and there again when i was you know with lending um you have different types of loan officers right and you know everybody in sales is outgoing and you know bigger than life and Mm -hmm. time and that wasn't me you know, I struggled with that. I wasn't the person that could walk into a room and by the end of the night, know everybody. But I had friends that were loan officers that did that. And I was so envious of that. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, I wish I could just yeah. master that. Because they don't have to try. They don't it's have to try. their personality. It's natural. Yeah. Uh, it's organic. You know, and it's just, so I thought, what do I have that is natural to me? And it became more of um, organizing the file, mm-hmm. knowing the underwriting guidelines, mm-hmm. getting a system down, and um, being very detailed. Because usually salespeople aren't detailed. So that's how I got my business was because I was so detailed. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of grew from there. But I had to take something that was a strength of mine sure. you know, to make that right. happen. And then the sales came after that, you know, sure. once I started doing that. Mm-hmm. So do you, so how does organizing, because you obviously can go into homes of, of people or whatever that can hire you to do the organizing. Mm-hmm. Um, how does that translate into like, let's say with a real estate agent, how can they, how could a real estate agent use your services as well? Okay. Well, I just, you know, did a home office for an agent, um, and they work from, you know, most of agents work from home. A lot of them do. Right. And they couldn't work. They, mm. they were just frustrated because it was like, oh, I Too know flustered. I need to do this and I can't get motivated to do this. And it was because they were so, un- you know, everything was just all over the place. Right. You know, there are times where I walk in and it's like you want to hyperventilate looking at someone's <laughs> all this stuff coming out. You're just like. Okay, here we go. (laughs) Right, right. You're going to sit there and we're going to go through all this stuff, you know. And it was just a lot of paper, you know, Mm -hmm. and stuff that was all over the place. And file folders that, that, you know, they couldn't find anything if they tried. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's not where they should be focused, on real estate. Right. So when they're organized, then they can do what they're supposed to do. Okay. You know, everything's in a system. What do you say to people that don't feel like they're disciplined enough? to hire you. And what I mean is like, they hire you, they come in, you come in, they know you're going to create a beautiful system for all of their stuff, but they're scared that they're not disciplined enough to like keep it up. I think those people have never been organized, so they don't know what it feels like okay. to be organized. Okay. Um, once they are, they're like, wow. Okay. This is so much, so much easier yeah. to do it. It really is. And you really do buy less 
when you're organized. Yeah. Um, unless you, you know, for me, you know, if you, if you, you know, professional kind of shopper sometimes, you know. <laughs> Shoes I've, do not count, Heather. Well, I have found through enough therapy that, um, <laughs> you know, when your therapist says, and what do we do when we feel that, add to cart is not the right answer. Yeah. You Amazon, know? late night Amazon. No, has, not the right I have answer. a time cut off. Like I'm not allowed to shop past this time because then it turns into a tragic mess. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but she is right. As far as even like my pantry, I can walk in there and at a glance, I can see what I need from the grocery store. So, oh, yeah. and it's also made me want to get systematic enough to where I have like, I do the Instacart thing now because I can literally stand in my pantry and in 20 minutes I've got my entire list done because I can look and see and my refrigerator, like I find myself going and doing my refrigerator so it matches my pantry just so, because I hate grocery shopping. I yeah. genuinely hate it with a passion. Man. I don't, a, I don't want to do it. So now I can look and go, okay, I need chicken. I need milk. I need this. I need that. And walk in the pantry and go, okay, I'm out of this instead of making it a whole thing where it's I have to kind of like exercising too you're never going to feel like doing it right nobody feels like exercising. right but you feel like organizing well and nobody <laughs> feels like organizing either yeah. you yeah. know it, it's a habit it's um it's creating a new habit and i think now with the time of the year you know everybody's you know looking to create new mm -hmm. habits um time of the year where everybody wants to start giving back and donating and mm. this is a good opportunity to go through those closets and take out the clothes that you have not worn yeah. for three years. Right. And that it is going to take five years for you to get back in that size again. <laughs> she just went there. Bless your heart. <laughs> you know, be, be realistic. Right. <laughs> Let go of the college jeans. Right. You're not getting back in them. Or sister. that shirt that you're like, you know, I am never going to wear that. I paid a lot of money for it, but I am never going to wear that right. shirt. It's just, been rocking a tag. I just need to be, mm -hmm. I just need to get it out of my closet. You or know? give it to a friend. Friends love when you share clothing. Just give it to someone. Well, and one trick that I do is when I have all my, you know, clothes hung in my closet and the hangers. And when I wear something and I hang it back up, I face it the opposite direction. Whoa. So that way, a month, two months, I know what clothes I'm wearing consistently, and I know which ones are filling up the space. Okay, so it's hung up like this. You just flip it the other you way? You do it the other way. Okay. So huh. after a year, if it's still facing you, you might want to, you know, get rid of that and donate it. Man, that is... So that's an easy way to that's do really it. That's really smart. Yeah. It's just things that you don't think to do. That's so smart. But we feel good because we've got yeah. a closet full of clothes and a moth yeah. full of jewelry and... Mm -hmm. all these shoes um i like know. my shoes heather stop it i like my I, but i do have two pairs i do like not shoes wear. more than i do <laughs> um i i had an addiction to shoes mm -hmm. i i you know it was bad and uh everybody always made fun of me because i took all my shoes and um i put them in containers clear containers and then i took a picture of the shoe and i put it on the front of the container Oh my gosh. I did not make fun of her, by the way. I adopted that system. <laughs> did you really? Yes, I most certainly. I don't, I, I'm not as cool as her. I don't take the picture of the shoe um, and post it on there, but I did go get clear shoe containers. Uh -huh. After she did my, my pantry, I was inspired to be better. Um, <laughs> and so I did, I, I adopted that. I went into her house and I saw this and I was like, that's a great idea. So I went and bought a clear. And so I do that. And people, at first people were like, oh my gosh, she's mm -hmm. so OCD. And, you know, and it has nothing to do with that. It's just like, I, I want to know what I, what shoe I'm going to wear. Cause yes. I had a lot of them. I and it protects still them do. from getting dusty. Right. Yeah. Right. So it is really good. And it also keeps them from being all, and it you looks know, pretty. Wonky. Yeah. It looks pretty. I love it. Um, okay. So jumping into, let's do a scenario. Mm -hmm. Real estate agent has a client who. It likes a lot of things. Mm -hmm. What we commonly would call a hoarder, possibly. Um, possibly. <laughs> we all to, are hoarders. Yeah. So, I mean, but really, like, you walk in the house, the realtor's like, you know, uh, we've got to list this house, and it's completely bombarded with stuff. Is that a situation that you can go into? In I've done that. Okay, so can you tell us a little bit about what that looks like? In case there's a realtor out there who might be dealing with right. it, and they don't, you know, I know agents are like, 
you they can have the conversation but oftentimes the client doesn't get it and so they need like backup opinion or backup well it's almost like good cop bad cop exactly too, because so, the agent um doesn't want to go in and be like oh you got to do this and that you know right um so it's a third person coming in that is the professional you know stager yeah. or organizer or yeah. whatever and they have no skin in the game right so you know the emotion is taken out of it yeah at that point okay um whereas if you're the agent with your client there's still emotion you know you mm -hmm. still have to do that dance okay so i did that uh with an agent and at first the late you know i was like you know we need to get this you know we went through the whole house um and there again it was kind of like organizing at first you could see the anxiety on her face and you know, I got to get rid of that, you know, the personal pictures and, you know, the dead plant. Right. You know, and she's like, well, it, it's got a sprig. And I'm like, <laughs> Man. put it outside, mm -hmm. you know. Um, it, and she ended up liking the house so much after we decluttered it that uh, she never sold it. <laughs> Probably not the best. Sorry, that is not the best situation. <laughs> It was also a huge home and not, you know, it was, there was a lot of other factors going on, but at first she was a little offended. Sure. But then she told the agent, she's like, I love it. I love it. I'm decluttering yeah. everything now in my house. Mm -hmm. um, so, I'm sure the yeah. agent was very thankful for yeah. you at that point. Yeah. That's, that's a funny, <laughs> I love that you told that story. Yeah, I'm, yeah. yeah. She's like, I mean, it's what happened. If you want to lose your listing, just hire now. Right. <laughs> hey, pick me. <laughs> I love you know, great yeah, ad. Lose a listing, but hey, they're going to feel mentally good. <laughs> I yeah. mean, hey, you love your client. You know, there'll be mm -hmm. another client another day. It's yeah. fine. And that was the first time I had done it. Um, sure. So, but it, like I said, it did allow us to kind of play that good yeah. cop, bad cop. Sure. And just imagining you know, as someone that's looking to buy a house and you're going to go, you know, an agent's going to show it to you and you've been there mm -hmm. and it's all neat and organized. It's kind of, it's like, oh, this is how I'll live here. Well, probably you take out all the clutter, you know, that's yeah. the thing is people, they say cannot walk in. That's why you stage is because right. you walk into an empty home. People can't envision it. Right. Mm -hmm. That's why they have people paint rooms from pink to white because right. people cannot envision past what they're seeing. Yeah. So if you have clutter everywhere, they're not seeing the bones of the house. Right. They're not seeing the potential because you've got it all covered up. Um, That's really interesting that you said that because the same rule applies to your own home. Right? Absolutely. And yeah. so it's like we're talking about it from a real estate perspective, which goes, yeah, if I walk into a house that I'm looking to buy and there's stuff everywhere, uh, but yet we let our own homes and our own spaces become that. Right. Because we become conditioned to that in sure. life. Right. You know, everything is so many choices, social media, online dating, everything. You have all these options. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you've incorporated all that stuff in your house, too. Right. You know, I feel like it, it makes you um, successful to have all these things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. When really it's it's just creating clutter in your mind, in your space. Yeah. Um, you know, I love when people come over and they're like, why don't you have any painting and wall art on the wall? I'm like, I don't need anything else to look at, guys. Yeah. Like, I'm doing good. Because I do, I mean, it, it's the minimalist thing that really, it it's become I've a, gotten into that a really lot more, too. It's really relaxing when you come mm -hmm. home and there's not a bunch of stuff and you're just, yeah. like, chilling. Right. There's not overstimulation because we do mm -hmm. live in a very overstimulated world. Right. So it's nice to have... I don't have a lot of um, personal pictures. Um, I do in my office, you know, I have sure. more probably, and I have a couple of my son, you know, but I'm not one that has a ton of personal pictures. Uh, there's a few around the house that I keep. Yeah. Um, so it's because uh, we're on our phone. We see them all the right. time. Yeah. Well, and taking pictures, like, so I do real estate photography, taking pictures of houses uh -huh. when there's like not near as much stuff on the walls and more neutral colors and there's not a bunch of clutter and chaos the photos look better it photographs better <laughs> way more attractive. It's cleaner yeah um and you know you're listing it on mls and we're getting you know the market's changed mm -hmm. yeah so you know that was something else Lori and i were talking about too is you know the market has changed so much you can't just go and throw up a sign and it sells we're not in that environment anymore right yeah you know 
you're going to have to start doing some different things right because the market is the market and it's changed yeah exactly yeah um so what are things people can do on their own even if they're not if they don't have the great DNA of organi- organization, that's like a blessing you, and a curse. I mean, I think <laughs> I it's pretty amazing. I wish I had it as good as you. But what are some simple things that people can do to just? I mean, you had said start with a drawer, mm-hmm. but outside of that, because I know I'm a person that I I need to see, mm-hmm. um, like I have to see it. Like a drawer, I'm like I close it, it's not there, it's right. fine. Where, what are some things people can do and apply, especially like we're getting Christmas presents coming in, we're going to have all these things and all the centuries. What are some things people can do? They can start going through, you know, if it, like I said, a drawer, a ca- cabinets, whatever, it's whatever, how much, you know, some people can only handle a drawer at mm-hmm. a time. Sure. Um, but just doing that makes you feel like you've accomplished something. Okay. And if, you know the drawer okay you got the drawer done let's go to the the cabinets you know let's start cleaning out the 50 novelty coffee mugs that we have no not judging lori (laughs) thank you (laughs) that we don't even drink coffee or tea out of um but they're cute and they're filling up space i mean i do use my brass knuckle coffee cup i do use it do you i do i have a hot pink coffee cup that my best friend got me and it has brass knuckles and I use it unless I have a friend over for coffee, and then I usually gift it to my friend to borrow for a cup of coffee because it's mm. fun because it's right. got grass. And th- and that's one thing you know as I'm going through, <laughs> you know, the stuff sure. of other people, um, it's like you know how often do you use this? Well, I don't use it at all. Okay, well, how about we donate it or? But I might use it. Okay, you're going to go buy another one. Right. You're going to buy another spoon. We're going to go to the dollar store and get another spoon for you. You know, it's that I might use it in the future. Yeah. And they're never going to use it. You have to become almost a realist mm-hmm. when you're doing it. it. Truly, am I going to use this? Right. Is it adding something to my life at the moment? Or, the you know, will it add to the future? Yeah. Most of us go out and just buy something new and it's changed anyway. But I will say you're so good you are so good at getting at gently getting to that place because I know that like, I mean, again, going back to when we did it, like it was like kind of therapeutic for me too, because you were gentle about it and you had that questionnaire thing or like the, right. I have sheets and stuff like that, which helped me help her. Do you know what I mean? Like it kind of gave me some tasks and some things to think about. That's kind of like mentally prepping me because I know it sounds stupid, but like I, there was some mental preparedness that I had to have for this because it is letting go of things. Right. And we, we do want, I mean, we're like, oh, I'm, I might yeah. use that because I'm notorious for like, I get rid of something and then I'm not kidding. Like a month later, I'm like, if I still had that, I would have been using it. Man, yeah. That happens that or the 50 too. bath bombs you have that are under the <laughs> sink and the soap and uh, it's got dust on the cover. Um, the rose smells like grass. It, <laughs> you're never going to use it. It's disintegrating. You know, I mean, yeah. get out of my cabinet. You don't even take a bath anymore. <laughs> you know, you're a shower person. Why are you keeping this stuff is what, you know, I tell one person, I'm like, this what is you crazy. Doing? You're like, it expired this in 1982. <laughs> yes. And that's just also it too is um, there's so many things in our pantry our cosmetics expire. Um, it's unhealthy for your face. It's unhealthy for your body. And people don't know the expiration dates. Sure. Um, so I have a whole mm. list of when to throw away what. Um, you know, you cannot use spices from 1980. They're not going to taste the same <laughs> in your food. Yeah. yeah. But people keep that stuff. They do. So it's just going through and consulting them about it and saying, you know, let's get rid of every makeup that's expired. Did you guys hear that? What I heard her say is everyone needs to go through their cabinets and start looking at expiration dates. That's how you can start organizing your fridge and you'll be amazed. Right? Like the mustard expired four years ago. Stop it. Yeah. It's like that salad dressing is still good. Like five years ago for Thanksgiving. (laughs) Why do we have three bottles of ketchup? That are (laughs) half empty. All of them. One's full. Yeah. One's empty. Yeah. And for women, it's makeup. You know, we spend a lot of money on the the uh, cosmetic industry, mm-hmm. and we hate to throw that stuff out, but 
there are expiration dates on them. Yes, um, mascara, especially ladies. Mm -hmm. Please, like, be cognizant. Foundation. You should be changing that once a month just so you don't get eye infections. Right, right. Yeah. Once a month? Really, I change my mascara once a month. Like, I read in, I think, like, a Vogue magazine or something that you should change your mascara at least once a month. You need to change it once a month right. because it goes the in and out. And I don't know if you know what mascara is made out of. I don't. Do I do not. Would you like, do you know what it is? It's made out of... Um, I don't know. I wasn't trying to think of something funny, but okay. I don't know. Do you know what it's no made idea. Go ahead. I, I've i been told that it's made out of bat. Have you heard this? Uh -uh. Oh, bat feces. Uh -huh. I've actually heard that. I've heard that. Now, I don't know if that part's true. Anyway, I don't know. What'd you hear? Do you know? I had no idea. I'm going to need someone to of. Google that for me. But anyway, the point being... We're not going to stop using it, though. I'm not going to stop <laughs> using it. Like, give me the feces. Let's put it yeah. on. But if you tell me I need to get it off my, you know, I need a new tube of the feces once a month, I'm going to do that. Right. I don't want an eye infection. Right. How do you spell mascara? I love him so much. M-A-S-C-A-R-A. -A mascara. I was a spelling bee winner when I was young. All right, mascara's ingredients typically include a carbon black or iron oxide pigment to darken lashes, a, po a polymer to form a film that coats lashes, a preservative and thickening waxes or oils such as linoleum, mineral oil, paraffin, petrol. Petrolatum. Is that fancy for bat feces? Petrolatum. <laughs> yeah, weird. can we just Google is is there bat feces yeah. in mascara? Let's go to imright.com here. <laughs> Because we're just curious now at this point. We just want to know, what are we putting on our eyelashes? Kara made out of bat poop. It was literally, <laughs> there's no truth to the myth. Okay, so it's ah. a myth. So we're just changing it because the oils get bad. Thank you, Trent, for helping us through that. You're the Anytime. best. Anytime. Well, and also I think, you know, <laughs> I remembered I've always been a good purger, too, of stuff. Uh, it's come naturally. and um not that I'm not sentimental, but I'm probably less sentimental on some stuff. Sure. Um, my son, you know, my ex-spouse, he would, everything he did, you know, we kept. Like, there's a crayon line. It's like, we, we kept it. Yeah. yeah. And I'm going through all these boxes one day, and I'm throwing away all this stuff. And he sees me, and he starts crying. You know, you threw away, you know, and I'm like, it is a line <laughs> on a piece of paper. <laughs> no, I would, I would like to think ours. you have not peaked at your artistic ability yet, <laughs> you know, but it's yeah. like, why am I keeping this stuff? Mm -hmm. You know, so, and I still have some of his stuff from, you know, childhood. Sure. Um, the stuff I like. Only the, the masterpieces. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. You or, know. or you can, I mean. But I just broke his heart throwing that away and and uh so i think people's sentimental items are the hardest to go sure. through when you're organizing well and that's where the tote system comes in like get a tote and if it fits in the tote it can stay but if it does not fit in the tote then either you need to purge part of the tote and decide what in there is not as mm. important as this thing or this drawing of an amazing line and um, because he may have worked really hard on that but mm -hmm. even like my kids they have the same thing so, like, they have a tote, and it's, like, their tote. So, it has, like, their baby blanket, some of their kindergarten art, like, the cool ornaments that they made me out of plaster with their hand. Mm. And To be clear, a tote is yeah. a, like, container, a container. Whatever container okay. that yeah, has a lid. I was 92% sure I knew what you were talking about. But well, it's also that. a purse. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it can be a purse. Huh. Um, but, so, like, they have this, because, like, I'm not going to put that ornament on my tree. Um, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But even like the ornament of when I was in kindergarten that was like on a piece of paper that's like this little hand, I don't know, it's some poem. Mm -hmm. My mom gave it to me and I have a tote of all my sentimental ornaments and things. So it, I cherish it, but it's not, I mean, it lives in my attic. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, and then I will say <clears throat> another thing going into Christmas, one thing that we do in my house and it has nothing to really do with organization and it has to do with, I don't want all this stuff in my house which I don't consider organizing. I don't know what I consider that now that I'm thinking about it. Might be. Um, but I do tell the kids like, hey, if you, like we're going into Christmas, you need to fill. So every year they fill a cardboard box of stuff that they're not using. It can be clothes, mm -hmm. shoes. It's a good idea. Balls, toys, like whatever. Because Caden, he, he likes sports. So things that he's not using, playing with, touching books whatever everything yeah. goes in there and it's a hodgepodge of who knows what right but they have to fill up a box before christmas and it teaches them to give back mm -hmm. to yeah. the people less fortunate it. this yeah. time of the year that need it 
and there was a statistic on that, uh, British research found that the average 10-year-old owns 238 toys, but plays with just 12 daily. This is why I don't feel bad when I, behind my Say daughter's no to back. Say your children. <laughs> you know, or behind her back, just like when I'm cleaning the house and I see something like a toy, I'm like, uh-huh. I'm just going to throw it in the trash. She'll never know. I do that all the time. Sometimes I, I my wife sees my me dogs. doing that, and she gives me that reaction that Lori's doing. It's like, what are you doing? Like, she's not going to notice. Yeah. Like the McDonald's toys that they get? Yeah. Sometimes I hope she doesn't ask for it so I can just, like, throw it in the trash. My son had a separate room for all of his toys and all the Lego sets and yeah. all that. St- and half of them weren't even open, you know? Mm-hmm. He's in there playing with two paper clips, you know? And mm-hmm. it's just crazy what we spend you know, let's talk about that. Okay, so let's talk about toys for a minute. So my kids are 13 and 15, um, and it's been like this for a hot minute, but I'm in this space to where I'm like looking back on even the statistic that you said made me think even more about it. You know, unless there is a reason, like I get toys for, for young children with, you know, that have sensory, they're toys with a purpose, but like, why are we not spending more time creating fun experiences and things that they can cherish? And why, why did, where did this even come from? Like why? With the toys? Yes. My personal opinion is uh, toys became babysitters. Mm. Give a kid a toy, mm. you don't have to play with them. Yeah. I'm busy. I'm developing my career. I don't have yeah. time. Yeah. Uh, you know, with, when I grew up, which was a long time ago, um, we played outside all the time. Yeah. You know, kick the can. Till uh, dark. Till dark. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we didn't want to be in there with our parents. Yeah. yeah. You know, we played with, you know, but now since kids are inside more and everything and, um, and in video world. games, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's just like, it's almost like a don't bother me, sorry, don't bother yes. me type thing. Yeah. Here's yeah. another toy. Yeah. I mean, I had an Atari. <clears throat> If anyone, hopefully most people know what that is. What's an Atari? I'm just kidding. Stop it. <laughs> Hubert. I'm just kidding. I had an Atari, but I don't, I cannot even remember really playing it mm-hmm. because I, I like you. I mean, I remember coming home, getting off the school bus. My, my cousins lived next door to me. And I remember we would get a bat, like a backpack mm-hmm. and we would go adventuring. Like, that's just what we did. I was in charge of snacks and toilet paper. Like I always had like an adventure backpack that had. That's the, good to know. The treats and the toilet paper. I mean, I was here to make sure everyone had what they needed. Right. And then. And you're kind of still doing that at Broker's Opens. <laughs> right? I mean, essentially, <laughs> thank you. That is what I do. Right? I've got the toilet paper and snacks, everybody. You're covered. We're good. Um, but they were in charge of practical things. Like my cousins would bring things like ropes and scissors and box cutters. Right. And like we had things and I'm not kidding. We would go in the woods and like make forts mm-hmm. and we did those things. Like that was our, yeah. I don't remember having toys. I really don't like, I, I know I had like a raggedy and all mm-hmm. and a cabbage patch, but those were not toys. Those were things that I slept with to make me feel right. yeah, cozy. Comfort. Well, yeah. everybody's gotten, like I said, the parenting has gotten so busy now that sure. we, we don't want to, spend that one-on-one time with you know the kids we give them an iphone yeah. uh, we put them on social media mm-hmm. um and uh, we do it ourselves mm-hmm. we're guilty of it as adults right um yeah. you know instead of getting back to there again the basics and minimalism and spending time with each other um you know mm-hmm. that's that's why we have so much stuff right. is because it, it's filling that need which is really the human connection that we're really searching for. We're just buying stuff to fill it. So we need to really take an inventory of our own selves Mm -hmm. and, you know, going into the organization process, but even just life in general, you know, what I'm hearing is like take an inventory of, of stuff. Like why, why, why do you need all this stuff? Mm -hmm. What is the purpose of this stuff? You have to know the why I think before you start organizing okay. to do it. Explain why, that. Why is it important that I get rid of this stuff? What am yeah. I, you know, what am I feeling when I see all this stuff, you know, to have, it's not just organizing, but it's like, why do you want your house organized? Is yeah. it going to make you on time for stuff? Is it going to make you feel better? Is it going to enhance your relationship with the person you're living with? Yeah. Um, 
what's the reason for it yeah um and then you'll you'll figure out how to do it i like that if i think trent if if you had to have something organized what would your why maybe be um, from a dude's perspective like are you tired of looking for your car keys every day or, or think about um, the garage yeah uh i think i think it would just be like i would i would save time like i would save like on average probably like I'm sure I could do some math on it, like 17 minutes a day on average. I'd probably save from searching for something, uh, you know, looking for certain clothes when I'm trying to get ready. Uh, just, yeah, I think I think it would save me time. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's what my motivation would be. And, the, you know, yeah. I organize businesses too, um, people's offices, you know, things like that. What's functional? Mm -hmm. um, because it's not any good if you can't find what you're looking for. Right. right. Yeah, or like it you just said, you'll, you end up, you'll end yeah. up buying it again, like mm -hmm. you were saying. Right. It's kind of like an organization coach. Like, we need to figure out where it's broke, where the breakdown is. And mm -hmm. you are so good and patient with that. So thank you for always being that way. But, you know, sometimes people just need rescue. Yes. Well, thank you. Most mm -hmm. people. You're yeah. really good Because sometimes it. I've done some job with one of my friends that's an agent. And we'll leave the house and he's like, tone that down <laughs> that's a little, a little harsh on him and i'm like i don't you know i didn't sure. think i was being that way but right. you know he's just like wow i mean i'm i'm a direct person so for me direct work i am too so i don't yeah. get easily offended i'm like no i need someone to be like but laurie do you really you're really going to use that or wear that like right. i've never once in my life seen you wear that color and we've been friends for seven years but you have it and by the way it still has a tag yes. and that store has been closed for a year right so are you really going to wear that shirt mm -hmm. i'm like well no but i might want to one day. no you're not you don't right. wear floral print ever well and we're not going <laughs> to wait 20 years for it to come back in style again. right 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 yeah so i i love that and how do people reach you how can they what, how? Well, you know, <clears throat> with lending, you know, this was a side. This was a side thing that I had never planned on doing. Mm -hmm. um, it started off just helping some friends, and then it, you know, kind of led into other things. And I enjoyed doing it. Yeah. Um, okay. So uh, developing, you know, my website. I am going to start. I have my Instagram that I'm starting. Um, that I'm going to start posting stuff on. Nice. And so this is relatively new as far as you making yes, an actual because venture. I've okay. been a little busy in the mortgage <laughs> sector a little of the bit, world huh? <laughs> Hashtag for the bad. past three years. Mm -hmm. um, so it's uh, it's taken a back burner for a long time. Yeah. How thankful were you that you had organized systems in in the mortgage process? How how did COVID? <laughs> how did that go? Um. I've always been a checklist person. Mm -hmm. So there again, everybody, you know, kind of made fun of me um, for having checklists, but I never had problems before closing because I missed something. Mm. So yeah. that's huge for me. Less, less false to the cracks, I would imagine. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I don't like getting to that situation. Yeah. Um, so it was to keep me sane, I had to do that up front. Yeah, that I had sense. to have all my little checklists done. Yeah. And it's been huge. Because um, files just were rolling in. Yes. Uh -huh. Yes. COVID you have to have thing. a system. Yeah. You have to have a system. You know, sure. it was really weird. People were like, you know, COVID's shutting everything down. Everything's going to close. All the businesses are going to close. And I'm like, dude, real estate, we are losing our mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We were, it was a blessing and a curse mm -hmm. uh, at the same time. Yeah. And of course now, you know, the market's... Uh, change with that yeah. so. i mean i bet you couldn't even get pictures i mean how was that for you for the experience for us was we had to figure out a way to never say never say that we can get there in three days mm -hmm. we had to figure out a way to shoot either same day or the next day mm -hmm. you know because because if, if not you'll just find someone that can Right. So that was kind of our challenge. Right. And the market was so crazy. It's mm -hmm. probably like, oh, we don't need pictures. Yeah. We're just going to list it and it's going to fly yeah. off the market by the end of the day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So we actually learned that, you know, I don't know how many clients we have. We probably have around 700 or so. But I think during that time, we were probably only working for about 100 clients. And mm -hmm. it was usually the highest producing clients who get pictures no matter what, because right. if they use it as like, hey, when you hire me, 
you're going to have a professional photographer. It's like an experience. Right. They use us more, not just for photos, but kind of like, look how professional I am. Photographer comes in, a stager comes in. An right. organizer you know I mean? can an organizer come in. Comes in. Right. Yeah. So, because a, a lot of it, because back then you could just go in with your phone, snap pictures, mm-hmm. and sell it. For yeah. twenty thousand over asking. You know? Back then, I still see that. I, I see that sometimes happening still. Yeah, it's fantastic. <laughs> By fantastic, I mean it's terrible. <laughs> I I was looking at this listing <clears throat> with a friend of mine uh, the other day. It was not their listing, by the way, but somebody was advertising their property. Mm-hmm. And it was a lot of cell phone photos, and you could tell that it was someone who probably is not well versed in in the cell phone game. And so I, I want to be gentle about it. <laughs> but I mean, do the it, it was a whole thing. It was a whole thing. We got half walls. We got half of the. We have ten shots of the exact same thing in the exact same room, killing it. There, we have no idea what the master looks like, but we know what the closet looks like. And I'm just like, what is happening? And the closet, can I just tell you, was atrocious. <laughs> it was atrocious, jam packed full of stuff. And I'm like, what? What did we do? We have photographers. <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird and thing. And looking at that, it made you not want to buy that house, probably, just because it was so crammed full versus if yeah. you saw a nice, pretty yeah. closet. You couldn't see even if the right. closet was big. I mean, I'm going right. to be honest, yeah. because there was... It's probably I, huge. There was <laughs> boxes under, like, on the floor, and then there was, like, a trunk or a chest or something mm-hmm. in the back. So, I mean, you couldn't really catch the depths of... Less is more sometimes. Yeah, yeah. you couldn't see what it was. And yeah. a lot of times a house needs to just pass the eye test. So that someone does reach out to an agent and say, I want to go see that house. Yeah. yeah. It, if it's a turnoff, you might just keep on scrolling. I think scrolling. there again in, in real estate now, um, people need, agents need to start being realists. Um, we are in a totally different market. And what happened two years ago, um, where you didn't have to have any sales ability mm-hmm. or be good at it. Mm-hmm. And you could become an agent yeah. because the market was so hot. Right. And that's when you're going to, now you're going to see a lot of the fallout um, because people never had to develop skills when they got into the industry during that time. I mean, that's a very true statement. And so we're hoping that, you know, as, as it progresses, you know, if you're not good at something or you don't have the tools that you do reach out to someone, you know, that has those skill sets, don't try to do it on your own. If you don't know how to do it and do it well, because the market is becoming so competitive. You're going to have to start giving value to your clients. Yeah. It's a different game. You have to start doing what yeah. you haven't done before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause it's just going to not be as easy yeah. to do it. It's true. I and mean, you have to adapt it. and pivot to the industry. Yeah. And if you do that, you'll survive, but you have to totally have a different mindset now. Yeah. So it can start with organizing yourself. Get yourself organized so you can figure out what you need to be doing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. Exactly. And now, have you created the Instagram yet? Or you said you were about to? Uh, I'm about to do that. Okay. okay. So um, I took a brief break from uh, lending uh, to organize myself. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not going to call it a midlife crisis because... No, we call I, it self-organization. I already had one of those in my 30s, you know, because I'm an overachiever, and I didn't think I was supposed to have another one now. But um, I took a little break mm-hmm. and got reorganized myself. Um, so I'm getting, you know, the back into lending. And, yes, I I need to do the yeah. Instagram and get it moving. And get stuff. it moving. And the Facebook page I'm going to do. Um, for IQ organization. So, so just in general, people will probably be able to find your stuff when they just search IQ organization. Yes. So. Okay. Yes. Perfect. I Simple bought that uh, domain name. Oh, nice. I love it. Uh, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And th- there again, oh, nice. that was one of the things yeah. um, this year. I'm just like, why am I paying for this if I'm not using right. it? Right. Um, yeah. I, you know, I'm either going to use it or not. Right. For sure. For sure. So. Well, I uh, appreciate you being here. Absolutely. And yeah. I thank you for the tips and, and kind of ideas giving people. Um, I hope that going into the holidays, um, people at least take a little bit of this and start using this time. I know we get some time off, usually most places do from work, and maybe just find yourself in a laundry room or a closet right, <laughs> or a pantry or a bathroom. 
getting a little bit more organized so that way you can start taking care of your own space and headspace, living space, and getting ready for the new year. Yep. So you can and make I will, you know, I go out and I'll, you know, consult for free. You know, I'll go okay. to the house or whatever, and you know, kind of Assessing. find out what they yeah. want to do, um, what it's going to cost to do it, um, all that type of stuff. And same thing with agents, you know, going out to their property. Okay. Uh, and looking at it and most of the agents I've worked with um, some of them they just take it out of their commission and pay me at closing so it's not oh nice you oh know, that's nice that's yeah. a benefit that they there so, again yeah. you so, have to have a value proposition to get clients and it was something to say hey I have a professional organizer yeah. that's going to come in and declutter your home before we list it yeah. that is part of my real estate package to you that's, that's what I do for my clients that is adding value. Yeah. Okay. That other people aren't doing, and they can you pay have you to differentiate so yourself. So to the real estate agents out there, she, IQ organization will bill to closing if you need to. Yes. Yeah. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. That because you really have awesome. to start being different and giving those things to yeah. clients because we're all selling the same thing now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What makes you different as an agent? So would a uh, a buyer's agent would there? I mean, if if someone's buying a home. Do they need an organized? A lot of people that move, um, that's the perfect time to organize. Yeah, as they're okay. moving in. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I didn't think about that. Huh. I'm a good purger right before I move. Yeah. Because <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to carry that many boxes right. into this house. So if, a, if somebody wants to have, you know, their their home organized or whatever. As soon as they move in, that's the perfect time. Because okay. everything's already out of mm-hmm. the space. Uh, it's easier to see where things can go and flow. Okay. So could it, I mean, that is really cool. I mm-hmm. wish I would have done that. I think it would have made my life a little bit easier if I would have just started that way for yeah. sure. Cause I think my laundry room was my nemesis. You know that we've had well, this discussion and, and people don't know where to put things. Um, and you have a, a gorgeous home, Thank you. Uh, a big home. And I think we talked about this when we went through your laundry room, um, you don't have to use every cabinet when you get, a, when you people. get organized, you'd be amazed how much space yeah. you actually have. Mm-hmm. But I think we have to fill everything in our home. That's why we buy yeah. so much. We have to fill every cabinet and every cupboard. And you had so much, I was so jealous of your laundry room. <laughs> well, but every cabinet back I over. opened, I was like, oh, there is stuff in there. There's some stuff, in, you know, just little stuff mm-hmm. everywhere. I will say I spent last weekend in my laundry room mm-hmm. doing the Heather Job. Nice. I went back through it and went kind of, and I did my towels and rolled them like the way you showed me. <laughs> so I want you to know that like your efforts did not go to waste. Your services did not. I'm still being disciplined and systemed. So... If, if you're like me and you're perfectly imperfect when it comes to organizing, I would strongly encourage you to have Heather come to a consult with you because I'm telling you, it really has made my life a little bit and easier. And it's not about, you know, being, it's not about perfection or... Um, it's about functionality for me. Mm. For me, it's about just keeping myself balanced. Yeah. And, you know, it's hard for me to, um, I can't leave my house unless I make my bed. Mm-hmm. Mm. Because yeah. uh, that's the first thing I did. Like, it. I will be late, but I will make my bed. Yeah, because it's done, and that's something at least I accomplished for right. the day. Sure. Yeah. Um. So you you do you get into those patterns where you cannot work if it's messy or it's, you know, you just can't think clearly. Right. right. And I mean, that that's the whole point. That's why we're kind of talking about it. Is again going back into trying to just simplify things. We're going into a different year. It's a new opportunity to try to make some better habits, mm-hmm. better choices. Different era. People are working from home now. Mm-hmm. People are quitting jobs and becoming entrepreneurs now. It's mm-hmm. it's the market is changing so much where people are not going into the office. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so they have to have a place in their home. Because I will tell you, working at the kitchen table is not productive guys like if if that's you right now and you're like uh i'm actually listening to this while i'm sitting at my kitchen table and working like seriously if you've got a room a space i've watched heather actually make this was really cool make a closet space into a a small computer like workspace oh yeah you know like the i've you know Mm -hmm. and printers in there and yeah um, mm -hmm. and it creates its own workspace Mm -hmm. so i mean like and it was probably wasted space before Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah 
it's like where they people just shove blankets and shove yeah. stuff, and they're like, "Why do you need this extra? Like, what are we doing?" Yeah. So I mean, please, 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 let's look at give give twenty twenty three an option to be super productive, and if if you're unorganized, let's get you organized. Mm-hmm. Let's let's get everything in the right direction so you can start on the right foot. So perhaps maybe I don't know. You could make a New Year's resolution and hold on to it because you're you're self actualizing yourself. You're getting yourself ready, and you're going to take on the new year, you know, right. diligently. And like I said, donate. We're all looking for tax write offs. Um, it's the time of the year where yeah. you know we all talk about giving back, but you know this gives us a reason to do it. Go through the house. Yeah. You know, give back. Yeah. And start decluttering. Yes. I love it. I do too. All right. Good stuff. Well, we hope you guys have a fabulous Christmas. Um, Christmas is on a Sunday, so that'll be fun. Yeah. You got any great Christmas plans? No. You know, when you have kids that are older, they uh, have other families and um, traveling around. So, Mm -hmm. What about you, Trent? What do you got going for Christmas? I don't know yet. I mean, I'm sure there's a plan, but I don't know it. I love that. He's like, listen, I just show up when I'm told to. I don't know. I have no idea. That's kind of how I live, yeah. Well, I hope everyone has a great and happy Christmas. Thank you guys (laughs) for tuning in. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, this was fun. And don't forget, if you, you know, want to talk about what you do, what you're passionate about, a little bit more about you, please don't forget to email us. Trent will make sure to put our email at the end of the podcast. Mm -hmm. Um, But it was good seeing you guys. Thank you for joining Tulsa Uncut. Heather Joe. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs)